This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Health IQ, the life insurance company that advocates for the vegan and health conscious lifestyles. That's right, Health IQ rewards us for our lifestyle choices. Head over to healthiq.com slash no meat to learn more about all sorts of ways you can save money on life insurance. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Matt, the people have spoken, and this time it is around something that I can get behind. They want more Doug's Did You Know. <laughs> you can get behind that, huh? Yeah, I can get behind that. There's been a mandate from the No Meat Athlete community for more Doug's Did You Know, so I think we should maybe drop a couple in <laughs> throughout right. this episode. Why, do people actually like Doug's Did You Know? I know we get emails about it and tweets about it. Is that because they're trying to undermine the show or something? <laughs> <laughs> like... They're not that good, right? I mean, <laughs> that's part of why they're funny, I guess. I mean, I think that's why I think that's why people like it, right? I don't know. I, you know, and I think they are good because, darn it, I, uh, you know, I'm sharing something out, okay. putting it out. Into I don't the world. think is anyone walking away saying, "Wow, I need to share that with someone." Well, else. that's because they haven't heard this this okay, week. Good. Well, I'm looking forward. To, I I enjoy them too. I think for a different reason than, than that, but. <laughs> Okay, so this will be a fun episode. Uh, it's it's our annual holiday episode. It goes live on Black Friday, so I guess we could just call it a Christmas episode if we wanted to to make a statement like that. But we're we're just gonna we're just gonna keep calling it our holiday episode because it also applies to New Year's. Yeah, because we like New Year's. Uh, also, in this episode, we are announcing that we are for the first time really ever. We may have done something sort of like this, but not for very long. Not really intentional, right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take the month of December off because we've got a lot of stuff going on. Not just holidays, of course, but uh, not the least of which is your baby. Yep. That's kind of a big big thing coming up. Big thing, yeah. Uh, I'll be gone for a good eight days at a Tony Robbins event, which not, I, we haven't talked about Tony Robbins too much recently, but for those who don't know, he's he's kind of a big, uh, someone who I'm a fan of, whose, whose work has helped me a lot and inspired me and gotten me to, you know take action do things actually when i went vegetarian it was it was largely from inspiration that i got at that first thing and then i started no meat athlete so i'm doing that um is it an eight day tony robbins event it is a it's a six day tony robbins event but there's travel Which is longer than normal right well it's longer than the four day ones that i've been to before okay yeah so that will be fun uh but i will be really out of touch for that period and we just figured it'd be good figured a little reset seasonal thing come back in early january and uh be raring to go more excited and Ready than ever. Yes. So uh, we are we're gonna be sending it off though in in grand fashion with with five Dugs did you knows in one episode perhaps <laughs> up to five. Um, and we sort of we kind of threw out the map on this one. We don't really have a topic. We didn't in the past for these holiday episodes we've chosen topics like what are our favorite shows and beers and different things like that. And we can certainly talk about that stuff if we want. Uh, but. I think our show plan right now is is these two beers we have in front of us. That's kind of what it's kind of how <laughs> how it's going. Um, we got uh, we got Sierra Nevada doing the Asheville Christmas Jam Ale this year, which traditionally has been done by Asheville Brewing Company. So so it looks like the big guys moved in and starting Taking to over. starting to take over some of the some of the small stuff. And it tastes a lot like Asheville Brewing Company's Shiva to me. Their mm. their IPA. So it's maybe it's like a little insult to them. Maybe it's a, <laughs> a, a jab. I don't know. You don't know if a, a brewer didn't move from Asheville Brewing to 
Sierra, did you? I don't know. I don't know if they've hired people. Have they come in and tried to start stealing brewers too? Is that? I mean, they probably can pay better. Could be a little shakeup happening in the Asheville brewing scene. We should start a uh, start a rumor. Get yeah. the rumor mill going. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> Sierra Nevada is trying to undermine the Asheville brewing scene. So, so are, you a, are you a beer guy or a wine guy around the holidays? Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's? I'm definitely a wine guy. When it, when it comes with ha- hanging out with family, you know, it's wine. And beer is, is a fun thing to do out with friends. But, but for me, if I'm drinking at home, it's usually wine, and especially around the holidays. So I like wine. Um, I know what you are. You're a, you're a barrel-aged stout guy around the holidays. I am a barrel-aged stout guy. Do you have a new, a new reco for us this, this I don't, year? I don't. I don't. I didn't... Didn't really do much. We should have uh, didn't plan the show really. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't and I haven't gone to like get the beers yet for the holidays, even for Thanksgiving. Still need to go do that. Spend some time picking out what I want to drink. But uh do do do. Uh oh. <laughs> did you know? <laughs> Doug's did you know? Did you know that wine sales go up sixty seven percent around <laughs> the week before the holidays compared to a normal week? No, I didn't. And that is fascinating to me. <laughs> Everybody's getting their wine. <laughs> well, I know what I'm going to talk about on Thanksgiving. Actually, on, I guess it's, this goes live on Black Friday. But we're recording it before Thanksgiving. So now I have a fun fact for my, yeah, my table. And what would you say the two wines that are uh, most popular are? For Christmas? For Thanksgiving? Christmas. Christmas. Uh, mold cider? Mold wine? I don't know. <laughs> that's just... Okay, that's just... Uh, so Beaujolais Nouveau, I know, is a Thanksgiving wine. That that doesn't carry over to Christmas, does no, it? No, apparently, apparently it's uh, Pinot Noir and Riesling. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think like, Pinot Noir kind of makes sense to me, but I don't know about Because Riesling. of Sideways, people people watch Sideways and then yeah, got Pinot guess, Noir. I don't know. It's like a lighter, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah. You know what is a good Christmas wine? I don't know how vegan-friendly these are because we, we, didn't, we weren't vegan when we got into this. Uh, Moscato d'Asti, which has kind of become like... Since the time I I had it on Christmas one time, some because some wine guy told us this was the only wine in the world that goes with blueberry pancakes, <laughs> and we said we said okay, well that sounds like a good thing to do on Christmas morning, so we got okay. a bottle or two and brought Wait, it over you, to my dad. Start drinking on Christmas morning? Yeah, it's okay. the only time in my life I've ever done that. But uh-huh. uh, I think Aaron, I don't know if we were married yet or not, but we were together, and uh, yeah, went over to my dad's house for Christmas and did that. But it's like it's six percent alcohol or something, so it's pretty low. It's kind of almost like beer. I don't even know what it is. It's a sweet sparkler from mm. Italy, from Asti region. Okay. Uh, it has become popular recently as like uh, like the rappers when they go to clubs and get their bottle service. Like they'll, I think, get that sometimes. I wonder why they would get a 6% I don't know. alcohol. It's sort of like a session, sessionable. I know. It seems like you're popping bottles. You want to booze people up. Yeah. I don't really know. Maybe that might be inaccurate that they do that for bottle service. <laughs> It, it has grown in mainstream popularity. I know that. My mom drinks it now. And I mean, what other good example of what, what rappers drink than <laughs> yeah, just looking at what my mom drinks? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a cougar juice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that is funny. Uh, do you know you know what I've been getting into? What? Not really getting into, I would say. But what I had recently that, uh, that I quite liked was a sparkling rosé. Yes. Well, so rosés are trendy now, right? Rosés are, are trendy, yep. Yeah, but I had never had a sparkling one before, and it was actually quite good. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. It I was like, like just a little different than something like champagne or mm-hmm. 
Prosecco or a typical sparkling wine. Right. Yeah, rosés, for those listening who scoffing, are not, uh, they're not just boxed wine anymore. They're not the, yeah. the cheap stuff anymore. They're legit. Franzia? Yes, not that. Called? Not that. Yeah, no. All right. Well, Doug, we got we to gotta get to some serious episode here. Yeah. We've got, it's well, just, it, it's just it a weird Black day. It's Black Friday, and we, have a, we do have an announcement. It's Black Friday. We have our also annual uh, Black Friday bundle, No Meat Athlete Plant-Based Fitness Bundle. Not just fitness now, but cookbooks, habit change guides, and even a meal plan. So this is uh this is kind of a best of one. We've gotten a bunch of the best products from previous bundles and a bunch more new ones too. So this is really our best one. We've got over a thousand dollars worth of these guides and programs and cookbooks and all these things all together bundled for one very, very low price, over ninety percent off of that. And it's just Black Friday through what's it through? Tuesday the following Tuesday? Yep. Tuesday the twenty ninth. Yes. At noon. Okay. So go to nomeathlete.com slash bundle. And you can get all the details there. We've got many, many of the good contributors from the past, as long as as well as new ones. So it's uh it's too many to even begin listing here. Uh, yeah. But check it out because it is it is only around this one time of year that we do this thing. It takes a lot of effort to get all these people together. And uh, and what I like about this one is that there's a lot more variety, I think, than what we've had in the past. It's it, there are some eBooks, but there's also a lot of videos. There's yep. audio interviews. Audio interviews. You know the cookbooks, obviously, and and different. I think there's like three or four different online courses. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot more variety this year, even though some of the best ofs are back. So worth checking out for sure. Yes, absolutely is. In fact, I would venture to say, or I, I will go here, that if you don't ever listen to the links we talk about in this podcast. This is the one to go listen to. Ooh. This is, the, I mean, this is the best deal that there is the entire year, right? Definitely. All I'm, I'd like to think that our stuff is always a good value for what you pay for it, but here it's stuff that is, you can go find it online right now and add it up, and it's priced at over a thousand dollars, and it's under a hundred here. So, including the marathon roadmap, including the famous marathon roadmap 2.0. That's right. It's self priced at sixty-seven dollars, so this it's a good bundle deal. Yeah. All right, go to that nominathy.com slash bundle. Uh, what else, Doug? We've got we've got my son here today out out there. It's kind of a weird day. We don't have a rug in our podcasting room anymore. Everything's, <laughs> Everything's just out of whack. Yeah, Holden's yeah. out there with nature's babysitter, just doing his thing. He's home because of a of a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk some holidays. You've got you've got a baby coming up. That's a holiday for me. <laughs> You're gonna get a little break. From I'm me. gonna have a fellow December baby. Will be my there you go fellow maybe Capricorn if if Katie can hold out long enough. <laughs> I don't know what the cutoff is for Capricorn, but it's I don't sometime in late December, I think. Um, probably, probably, hopefully not that late. Uh, but yes, she's due the fifteenth okay. of December, which is really exciting. We are uh, in total. I don't know, prep mode, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I would, you know, not not panic mode. I wouldn't say that, but you know, we're definitely um, trying to do. All of our last minute stuff, but the nursery's ready. We got all our stuff, and we are pumped and ready to invite. <laughs> I a think baby if girl. any parent, if any parent actually knew what was coming, they would be in panic mode. Any, any <laughs> soon to be parent. I mean, it's good that you're not, and you shouldn't be panicking. But I feel like if anyone actually knew what was coming, <laughs> what it was actually like. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's just Armageddon happening. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. It's, it's the best Armageddon you can have. Well, and part of part of that has been for me just trying to get as prepared for for taking you know not being able to do as much as i want to do or as i as i think i probably can do i'm trying to assume that take what i think i can do and kind of slash slash it in half so part Mm -hmm. of that and that's partly why we're taking the the month off yeah and that's i think that's a good that's a good reasonable thing because i think a lot of stress comes if you say i'm gonna just keep keep going full steam ahead 
mm-hmm. you know, only now with this new set of responsibilities. Uh, good. Okay. Have you, have you like handmade any sort of crib or anything like that? seems like a Doug kind of project. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, well, I repainted a crib. Okay. There um, you go. We painted the nursery, uh, and you know, you know, the, so this is kind of interesting. Okay. And completely unrelated Do-do-do. to the holidays. <laughs> I've never actually designed a room from start to finish or like even with, even with a, my significant, even with Katie. Mm-hmm. right so like where we painted everything and we bought all the new furniture all furniture new to uh, or like you know it's not all new stuff you know some of it's hand-me-downs right. and everything right. like that but but to to design a room start to finish was it was actually a pretty cool process so we painted the room painted a crib turned it from a dark wood to a white crib which was a huge pain in the ass because mm-hmm. uh, it took three coats and cribs are not easy to paint because there's mm. so many little right slats and everything yep. um but we're ready I mean, it looks good. It looks good. The uh, your wife came to and your daughter came to uh, the baby shower a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was which was great. And I got to hang out with Holden while you were. He, I heard you have your drum set set up in your house. I do. That's yeah. good for a new baby coming to have the drums <laughs> set up. Yeah, we've been. Uh, I'm in a band, Matt. Did you know that, <laughs> Doug's? Did you know? No, I didn't, didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, me and uh, a couple of neighbors get together once a week to oh, there you make go. music. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's a great mm-hmm. did you know. Well, so I moved my, or reason I don't have a podcasting rug right now is because I moved it upstairs. So my wife and daughter are away this weekend, and my son and I did covert operation of bringing my drums from out of this closet where they were into the main playroom. Uh. And that's where, that's where the rug went. Because for those who don't play drums, you have to have a rug under your drums so that things don't slide away everywhere right. and scratch up floors. Uh, yeah, so that's good. So we're both we're both we're both drumming back into I know the it's drums. been great. I've I've been loving it. Well, that's cool. What kind of music are you guys doing? It's kind of bluesy. Let me guess, jam band type stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everybody like... has a beard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Everybody okay. Has a beard. I know what that band is. <laughs> You've heard it before. I'm I've sure. heard of it. Yep. Uh, yep. No, but uh, but that's good. And and uh, do 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 another Doug's did you know about babies? Okay. So... <laughs> Man, someone who wants a holiday episode is really getting thrown for a loop here. <laughs> um, but uh, I have an interesting fact about pregnancy. Okay. Which you probably know, but maybe you've never thought about, or maybe you've thought about it a lot. But that the mother and the child never swap blood. There's no blood exchange between. Okay. The in Good. The, the fetus and the and the mother. Isn't that crazy? To think about, to think that like someone is making their own blood that's right. completely separate from the mother. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. You're right. But that's how you can have a baby with a different blood type than, than the mother. Right. That's kind of where I was thinking. Because, no, I don't necessarily know, but if you if you shared blood with somebody, would that mean that you shared DNA with somebody or is that not the same? Uh, that, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they do share. No, some no, DNA. of course they share some. But I, I, would that mean that your DNA was that same person's DNA yeah, if you had know. the same blood from from birth? Who knows? The question's right. not for us to to ponder. Things best left unsolved, really. I think well, these, definitely. these questions. But but there is a there's a, a a cell wall in the placenta that's only one cell thick, and that's where all the nutrients and stuff get passed back and forth mm-hmm. in the waste and everything. Okay. But uh, no blood can penetrate that cell wall. Oh, wow. Okay fascinating learned that in my 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 birthing class matt <laughs> just great content for the holiday episode <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, we're gonna start getting emails and people be like no more <laughs> <laughs> you know? i've had enough for the whole year 
All right, so let's let's talk. All right, let's talk. So when I think holidays, first of all, this year you get an extra week basically of Christmas season because Thanksgiving, thankfully, has has come and gone. By the time this airs, it's um, it's not not a holiday that I am a fan of. I think we should abolish it and just from Halloween should begin the Christmas season, (laughs) and we just Starbucks has gone that way. They've they've they They already have the red cups. They already have that. The Christmas blend came out like. That's what ex- almost exclusively is at any Starbucks in their blonde roast and their bold roast is the Christmas blend. Uh, th- they still like sometimes offer the Thanksgiving, but it's like it's just sort of for in name only. It's sort of like a gesture, I think, that they're doing. No one really wants that, uh, and they and they're sort of recognizing that they're just moving on, which I like. I what, think what, so, what's your beef with with uh, or Thanksgiving? Your, I mean, it's, this, I, mainly that it's boring and just there's no there's no gift giving. As you're if you're a kid. It's just kind of boring. There's no Thanksgiving movies, hmm. and the movies are really—I mean, it's a very important part of any holiday. Uh, but on Thanksgiving is when you get to start watching. And what about turkeys? Right? So, okay, so that's why I don't like them. Turkeys and and uh, it's a it's a holiday based around. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes. But not in our households, and, and no, hopefully, right, You not. know, I I tried to look up as a Doug said, you know, if the turkey consumption was declining as more people are becoming vegetarian vegetarian mm-hmm. i couldn't find any any information about that but we're gonna assume that it is because right of I just podcasts it like declines at the same rate that that veganism grows probably right? yeah right we're not having a turkey or i no, that's not true there will be a turkey so. will there oh for family yeah gotcha. i mean we're not cooking it i'm having i'm having thanksgiving at my my nana's my 95 mm. year old grandma's okay. house good um and uh there will be a turkey there but There'll also be a lentil loaf, which is my favorite uh, holiday treat. Nice. I enjoy those uh, those field roast things. Mm. Holiday celebration roast, whatever it's called. And what is that? It's just their normal satian thing, but it's wrapped around some kind of fruity spice goodness or something. Mm. I don't know. It's it, it's a good little thing. It's not it's not the same as turkey, but if but if you're not trying to compare it and just saying this is its own standalone food, then it's pretty good. Okay. Um, I, I we have a bunch more Thanksgiving things we've kind of done in the past. They're, I feel like they're always side dishes. We just tend to put together a bunch of side dishes and make that into. I mean, your Thanksgiving plate, honestly, is probably if you were an omnivore, is one eighth turkey and then seven other Sides. dishes all around it, which may certainly may have meat in them, maybe or or certainly butter and dairy. But you can. I feel like Thanksgiving, as much as people worry about it as being a weird thing, it's not really that hard to make a something that tastes a lot like the Thanksgiving dinner you're used to as a vegan. Now, mm-hmm. going to someone's house is a different story and, and having to navigate the social stuff that comes with that. Right. Uh, but I don't know. I've always been sort of felt like Thanksgiving is not, not that strange of a thing to do as a as a vegan. You don't have turkey, but otherwise it's you can do a lot of the same stuff. Well, that's kind of a win for, for us, right? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a reason to like Thanksgiving. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't like Thanksgiving. It's just it's just a boring holiday. I think we should just abolish it. <laughs> All right. Well, well. By the time this has aired, I will have run a turkey trot mm-hmm. and had a wonderful vegan feast. Good. Um, with some family. So I'm looking forward to, to Thanksgiving. <laughs> good. Okay. Well, that's good to know. But but this is over, or Thanksgiving is over by the time no one wants to yes, hear about it is. Thanksgiving. So. so so set off the fireworks. It is done, and Christmas season begins, and that means. That what's the name of ABC Family now? Oh, I don't like, know. Like uh, Freeform. They changed the name to Freeform. 
Freeform. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it's really a terrible name. Wow. I, I think they might even be changing it back. Last year they changed it into Freeform. But they just play great holiday movies all all season long. Your favorites being? Uh, holiday in Handcuffs is my number one favorite. Yeah. Uh, starring Melissa Joan Hart uh-huh. and Mario Lopez as, as the main characters. Uh-huh. I actually got that one on DVD last year. I was given oh. a copy of it. How nice. For my birthday. Well, well, that's good because I remember last year you had to, it was, they only aired it like twice or something and you had to. Yes, I had to watch during the work day. I just like, mm-hmm. yeah, 10 a.m. on a Friday. I had to. Watch. I think we were like in the middle of a call and you're like, Holiday on Handcuff is coming on. Yeah, like, and, I, and I got, I tweeted it and a couple people watched it. Uh, yeah, so that that's my favorite, certainly, but they're all good. Turn on, turn on Lifetime or the Hallmark Channel, almost even now, just and almost guaranteed there's going to be a good solid movie on about a corporate executive type who just has lost the spirit of Christmas, doesn't get it, and then they meet somebody who transforms them, and it's just it's just holiday goodness. Huh? So that's my that is uh, my movie. You know what else is a really good? This is totally not holiday related. I'm not a big TV guy, but now and then I'll get into a series that's on on a one of those Hulu's or uh, Netflix. As, <laughs> oh, <laughs> those Hulu's. Yeah. Netflix. Yes, that the kids are into these days. Uh-huh. Um. Happy Endings, ah, is such a good show. I have actually just like in the last ten days watched my oh, first Happy Endings. Then we episode. we may have been watching it simultaneously because I have been gobbling those up over the past two weeks or and so. There's a ton of them. There's like there, it was only around for three seasons, and it got oh, canceled really? amidst all this controversy. Like it had tons of super fans, which uh-huh. I was at the time. Uh, but for some reason, it was always in this weird time. You slot. were a super fan at the time, so this is yeah. something you had watched before. Yep. Okay. Yep. I watched it when it was out. I think it was on like two thousand, maybe two thousand ten through thirteen or so. Uh huh. And it was had this weird time slot where it would be on for an, two episodes back to back at like nine p.m. after the main primetime show was done on on ABC, I guess. Uh, if, it, if that's the right number, I don't even know if it is. But anyway, it's uh. So it only came three seasons. For some reason, it just got canceled. It never really got the shot of being in the right good time slot. But it had all these fans who, and everyone. There's always rumors that go around about it, about it starting up again, that they're gonna, you mm. know, someone's gonna buy the show again. But it never seems to work. But there's like fifty some episodes because of this back to back format. They turned right. out a whole bunch of them. Uh, but that is a great show to watch. Well, I had never even heard of it before until <laughs> until a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we were looking on the Hulu's. Right and um, and saw it being you know featured at the top. Oh, was it? Okay, gave it a shot and it's good. It is good. Yeah, it's like funny. And I was surprised there were so many episodes. I'd never even heard of it before. But that explains it. So if they're doing two at a time, yes. Okay. Yep. So that that is my actually my holiday recommendation that you do with all that extra time because I I mean I, although we talk about the holidays being stressful, I feel like there is sort of some more lay around the house time. Mm. around the holidays at least for me there is i don't sure. know you, you just find more time to just do nothing it's kind of snowy out or cold out you just mm-hmm. hang in watch like six of those episodes in a, in a <laughs> session and you can do that uh-huh and it's good it's just it's just good stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad to hear you approve of it that's yes good. And they must have a christmas episode which i've probably watched recently which but just forgetting i watched so many of them recently you know what i watched for the first time last night or what? I would say I would. I wouldn't say I watched it. What was on that I could hear? I was. Uh, I was working on the the bundle sale at our kitchen table, and Katie was resting by the TV watching Mean Girls. I never seen that movie before. Have you seen Mean Girls? I've seen it when it's been on TV. I've watched it somehow. It has, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple other people. Uh, even uh, Tina Fey, I think, is in it. Oh yeah. 
Um, you like it? They have well, it was kind of funny. They had a they had a Christmas scene. They sang Jingle Bells or something okay. like that. So that qualifies as a holiday uh, movie. There you go. Yeah. Good. Uh, that movie must be actually good. I mean, it must have some sort of cult following because yeah. it's it's like one of those ones that you would think would kind of be a throwaway, but it keeps showing up right. on TV or right. getting referenced on things. So there must be some good things about Mean Girls. Uh, I don't know what they are. I don't really. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> we don't know. need to talk. About don't know much about <laughs> yeah Lindsay Lohan and all that. Uh, just a different world. But let's see. So what else, Doug? What, do we, what else do we have today? What are you, that, that's what kind are you of our... asking for for Christmas this year. You know what I want? I want some good, uh, some good cooking stuff. Mm. I have gotten into sharpening my own knives, so there's a there's a whetstone that I would like. Okay. That you can get. These, so talk to, these talk good... to me about the difference between <laughs> between using uh, one of those like a sharpening steel, sharpening steel, right. and then a stone. Okay, so my understanding of it, and I'm not. Not an expert. I'm, I'm, this is sort of a hobbyist, I guess. Sharpening steel aligns the molecules on your knife. And if you can get them magnetized, I think that's even better. Because somehow the magnetism helps these, literally, the molecules align. So if you were to take a microscope and look at your blade, it would be very, very, one molecule thick at the tip. Hmm. And that's what makes a sharp knife. Um, so that that's good for maintaining a nice, sharp blade, right? A, nice, uh-huh. a sharpening that has already been done on a whetstone... Or a, an oil stone, I guess, is the other kind of stone. Wet means you use water to, to make it work. Um, so do you do you align the molecules before every... Yes, you should. Every, I, th- every I think day. they say once a day is a good thing. So every use that you... I think some people say to, use, to do that sharpening steel thing before and after every use of the knife, which is a little mm-hmm. bit much for me, but try to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you just don't store your knives in a drawer where they're going to get banged around, if you can get a nice magnetic thing to stick on your wall mm-hmm. or a good, uh, you know, a knife block right yeah what do they call that bacteria hotel i think because it just it just harbors yeah it just harbors terrible stuff oh uh, yeah i never really thought about that but that makes sense yeah, yeah. so you don't especially, if you don't like that especially if you eat meat right if you're cutting meat yeah it's just yeah just Ooh, ridiculous gross yep so get one of those mag- magnetized things you can get it we got one for like 15 or 20 bucks on amazon screw it into your wall and then your mm-hmm. knives look awesome on your wall yeah they look cool too and kid friendly to have knives on your wall away from the kids Yes. Okay, got it. <laughs> That's good for me to know. I got to write that one down. Yeah, you got to kid-proof your house. Oh, my God. That's a huge deal. Well, you don't really know yet, because right now, I mean, so the baby will be immobile for like nine, I don't know, six months. Yeah. And you're going to say, wow, this isn't really that hard. <laughs> Once the first two months are done, because uh-huh. the first two months is just up, up all night, just disaster. Yeah. But then you're going to be like, this is actually not that big a deal. But then you're going to realize all the baby does is lays in a blanket and doesn't move anywhere. <laughs> And then six months comes in, it starts crawling around, uh-huh. and then you can't do anything <laughs> when the baby, when it's just you and the baby. I mean, you're really that's, that's what it is. You got to watch it. It's a full time thing. Yeah. Of course, then it, then they get older, and then then they can start to do their own thing. Uh, yes, good. I'm looking forward to you having a baby dog. I think it's kind of fun. Just looking forward to it laughing at me. I think. <laughs> no, it's a wonderful thing. It's a, it's very good. But I am. I'm looking forward to a little bit of the. I don't know. Just just watching it. Second, first hand, I guess. Second hand. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, so that's that's what I have a, as what I would like for Christmas: a knife, a knife, whetstone. That it? Uh, no, that's not really it. But there's not really much more. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to think of much things. Mm-hmm. Books. I don't know. What about you? You always have some, have some interesting things you'd like. Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't thought too much about it this year. It's kind of been on the back burner, and people have been 
so generous with baby gifts that I don't think we're going to get very much, but, um, you should put together a Christmas list and email it around to anyone who's given you stuff already. (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's what we want. Uh, but the big thing, or one of, one of the things that I want is, um, is the Amazon echo. Ooh. Yeah. Which, uh, I saw for the first time at your house. Yeah. We're an early adopter. You are an early adopter with for the Amazon Alexa was the big one, right? Well, what's, what's Alexa it? is the software. The, oh, okay. the it's like a Siri, right? Yeah. On an iPhone. Right. right. But cooler. And this is this <laughs> is the thing that I'm having to convince Katie. <laughs> is that it's better than a Siri on an iPhone. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. that that's the big debate in our house is like why do we need this when we have an iPhone with Siri on it? Right. It's another presence. It's another family member. Why do you need a baby? Because it's because it's an added presence of life in your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, tell her that. She'll understand that. She'll, she'll, she'll never be resonate. lonely. And with the baby and, and Alexa will be. Tell her that Alexa is your baby. Like she's having her baby. You've got this. <laughs> no, that is not going to go well. <laughs> but I do think that, that it, it's good timing to have uh, a hands-free something to turn on music. Yes, and, definitely. Uh, That'll help with jazz hour. Help with jazz hour, certainly. Mm-hmm. Help, which uh, we've been getting really into jazz hour recently. Why don't you tell people what jazz hour is? Because not everyone's going to know. We've mentioned it one time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> jazz hour is uh, when we first moved into our current house. Jazz hour became a staple. Uh, with ever for every evening, we would turn on a jazz record and cook dinner together, and have a glass of wine and. Um, that would be kind of a, a moment at the end of the day when we were together listening to, to music and, and kind of being together. Mm-hmm. Um, we fell out of it being in an everyday type thing, um, but we've been getting back into it. We've been spending a lot of time trying to be just the two of us mm-hmm. ahead of of little baby coming. Um, and so, so... There you go. So Jazz Hour has been good full, in full force. You got to fight to keep Jazz Hour alive. I, well, and so the other thing I'm gonna ask for is some new jazz records, so that okay. um, so that Jazz Hour can be become more go, come back. Good. But I mean, so when you first mentioned Jazz Hour, like when you literally on the and we we we, we, we replayed this episode last week. Yeah, the 15 rules to live by, mm-hmm. and that's when you mentioned Jazz Hour. And I, I remember my first thought. I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not, but it was, it was sort of like my first thought was, man, we used to we used to have that kind of time and it wasn't jazz art but my wife and i would cook uh-huh. and just have that moment at the end of the day and that that is like sort of symbolic of kind of what having a kid does it just it just eliminates mm. those those gaps in between the planned events in your lives right so then so that there's it's just filled with kids you don't need jazz art because you got all this kid stuff going on right so that that was my first thought was wow that would be really a hard thing to maintain if you had kids um so i'm i i'm rooting for that to last and you got to fight for it it's, uh, it, all right. I'm going to consider that the the measure of whether you've succeeded in, in preserving <laughs> some bit of, of normalness in your life. You know, so this is way off topic. I don't even know if we should go down this or not. Well, I mean, we're not talking about holidays anyway. So what is it? What is it <laughs> okay. Anyone who's made it this far into the episode knows that holidays are in the back burner. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of... One thing that, um, not, not, not that I'm struggling with, but some, something that's on my mind that is a real thing that I don't think anyone ever talks about is that I'm, I am 
mourning the loss of me and Katie as a just a couple. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. That is I mean, off topic. Mourning is uh is is probably a, a strong word, you know, because mm-hmm. we are so excited to have this baby. Like, don't get me wrong, we're so excited right. about right. it and excited to be parents. Can't thrill to be parents. But it's like I think that that's going to be an adjustment. Not only are we going to have a baby, but we're not going to ever be the two of us again. Right. right. You won't. But that's what second honeymoons are for. That's what re what do they call it? Not re-upping, but renewing your re- marriage vows. Your... Yeah, but you do that when you're like like when your kids are go, go off to college, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're done for the next 20 years. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. that that's out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just been something that's on my mind and completely off topic and probably <laughs> not something that we want the entire podcast. No, I would say not. <laughs> but that's all right. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. And that, I think that is, uh, it shows wisdom beyond your years, right? It's almost as if you've already, already have a child and maybe you've, maybe you've observed that in other, in other couples, you know, who have children. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We can we can <laughs> cut this out. And <laughs> I don't know if we know. No, we're not cutting anything out. This all all stays on the holiday episode. Okay. Yeah, okay. The holiday episode where Doug breaks down and just no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right. So let's uh, let's stay on topic. I mean, you have a, a did you know or something? You can you can bring us back with. Um. Uh, what have we done? So, we've done yeah, three. Right, so, we've done three, right? Three did you know so far? Yeah. Okay. I got another one. Okay. Um, and this this will bring us back to the topic of holiday travel and safety, I guess <laughs> maybe. Um, did you know that? All right. So I'm gonna take a step back. Okay. When you when you're at a gas station, you're pumping gas. There's like a, a giant sticker on the wall that says some things you should do, like turn off your engine, mm-hmm. um, and you know maybe not be on the cell phone or something like right. that. Right. Uh, one of them is to to discharge any stack. Yes. Did you know that you can actually start a fire um, by just having like wearing a fleece jacket and having a spark on your finger? Because I saw it happen when I, on on a Thanksgiving day. This is a true story. Hold on. So the did you know isn't so much did you know because I think everyone knows that. Well, I mean, did you know? I don't know. Is, did you know? I, I saw don't this. I think happen. I would have thought that it. I don't know. Well, that's well, that's what the warning is there, right? Because yeah, I mean. So did you know? Did you know? I saw this happen one time. Well, I guess. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> so tell your story. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know that this is actually a true, a real thing that you should be concerned about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that you should actually discharge your static before you touch the, uh, the 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 gas pump, uh, because so actually this was before we moved to, uh, down to Asheville. We were visiting my grandmother in Black Mountain on Thanksgiving Day. I went out to get something from the grocery store. Uh, and the grocery store and the gas station are a parking lot. And while I was there, the gas pump caught on fire, and the whole gas pumping area went up in flames. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it was from a guy who had, who had, uh, it was really cold out. He had started the ga- pumping gas, gotten in his car while it was pumping, was wearing a fleece jacket, got out of his car, grabbed the, the gas thing to turn there it, it off, and it started a fire. It's not good. That is the worst part of winter is the static shock you get when you touch cars and doorknobs. Mm-hmm. I hate it. That's the worst part of winter? I think it is. I think winter is the best season. I uh-huh. think the snow is good. I think shutting down of towns is good when it snows a lot. All that stuff I think is a good thing, generally. Yep. Um, but but the spark is just terrible. 
it's like Office Space. Where, where, where every time he's, are you an Office Space guy? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm. I am a big Office Space guy. I believe. And that. you just know it's coming, and then you you have to do it anyway, and then you get shocked, and it's just <laughs> just a big. F- you should you. wear you should wear things that aren't as staticky. Yeah, I don't. I never thought that I did. I don't really have like fleece stuff. Oh, see, I think does anyone have fleece stuff? Like... Does anyone wear fleece stuff anymore? Nobody does that, do they? I wear a f- fleece pullover. <laughs> it's a it got it while running a. No, that's what I always call it, like performance fleece. My old baby, old baby. Um, uh, no, it's it's a it's a giveaway at the um, Mount Mitchell Challenge, mm, which is yes, the, I've seen that. the race that I yep. run every year. Right. I, is fleece a vegan thing? I don't even know. I haven't known fleece oh, in a yeah. long time. I, I, mean, I haven't even had to make that choice. Well, I think they vegan. probably have synthetic fleece. There's synthetic wool. I mean, Aaron knits with synthetic, who knows what. I don't yard. know. I I don't know. I have no idea. I'm looking at another right thing now. best left unsolved. Never even thought about it, which is not good. That's right. You're learning. Polyester fleece. They make polyester fleece, okay. but I don't know okay. if we'll, we'll say that. I think the cheaper is probably polyester. So if you got it at Old Navy, or if, if the people who put on the Mount Mitchell Challenge got it from the same people that Old Navy gets it from, which they probably did. It probably so. They probably didn't spend top dollar for that. Um. Yeah. Okay. Safe bet that that is that is synthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, speaking of running, Doug, as a mm-hmm. hot segue, you said you're going to do a turkey trot. I am. Which one? The Asheville. Did you pay thirty five dollars to get I into that? Did pay thirty five dollars to get into we, that. We so Holden, my six year old, is really interested in running, which is I think really cool because I absolutely hated it. That's part of my story. My story begins with I hated running as a kid. Mm. He and his friends have this little running club that began once we moved in. He kind of got it going, where they run around this loop in the neighborhood, which mm-hmm. has a pretty solid hill in it compared to your high school track. Yeah. And they do these like two mile races around this loop. They go around this loop five or six times. Hmm. And he's actually a good runner. I don't know where he got. I mean, cause I'm, I, like, as much as I've improved as a runner, I'm not really someone who is a good runner. Like, you know, I, I just don't have the running genes to be a good runner, uh, which I think is partly why it was so terrible as a kid hmm. and so uncomfortable. But he's good at it. And, I, you know, he can. We went out the other day and ran three laps of loop in, in 10 minutes. A lot of hills. But, you know, he's like a, he's a six year old running a. A solid, probably on flat, eight thirty mile. Wow! And not even winded. Like that, it's like he's at easy pace. That's great. Which I'm amazed at. Yeah. So anyway, so I was like, well, we should start training for something and do something. I said, well, why don't we do this five k and just set a little baseline time? We haven't really been training. But let's see how it goes. And then we looked it up, and it was thirty five dollars a person. Matt. It was going to be a family thing. We were going to three of us do it and push the stroller maybe or mm-hmm. something with my daughter. But that's going to be a hundred dollars or more. But Matt, the the excitement and the gift you're you're giving your son you can't to... put a price on that yeah but we you said can't... that so we've already said that for disney on ice and, <laughs> and as you'll discover this isn't no, just entertainment this is uh this way more i know but but there's there are a thousand things that that we've had that as our little criterion for in our head we said well this is too meaningful not to spend the money on well make it a father-son thing we might. It might be just a son thing. <laughs> <laughs> he can run with me. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run. Yeah, can with you just my pick cousins. him up? And... So there's. I mean, we're. You know, we, I don't think we're gonna be running eight and a half minute miles. So if he wants to run with me, then. Uh... I mean, I don't know if he can keep that up for three. He might though. I. I. I want to see what he can actually do in a race. I think. I think when I ran it with these cousins, last two years ago, it was like a thirty-four minute five. That is, so not, it was pretty that is slow. not fast. It is not fast. <laughs> but great. For anyone who is running a 5K. I mean, it's... Matt, come <laughs> just, on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Of course, I applaud anyone doing 5Ks. 
Um, but no, it was it was not particularly speedy, but um, it was a lot of fun. And if he would like to run it with me, I'd be happy to. Okay. Well, no, if he runs, I'll be running. It's it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just. I don't know what it is. It is I don't want to spend thirty five dollars. And you know what? This is. I know we joked about this at the beginning of the episode. I don't want to pay for something called a turkey trot. I yeah. feel like I'm just paying into this idea that this holiday is about slaughtering turkeys. I I agree with that. And I don't and, publicly and I, say those things. I don't I don't speak out against turkey trots. Yeah. I just don't want to pay it. No, I, I agree with you. I feel weird about it as well. And, they should uh, have if you're vegan, you can run for free. They should have that <laughs> policy. Well, it is weird. So so the good news is, I mean, there's not really good news. This one and probably a lot of turkey trots are fundraisers for the food bank. Um, that's good news. So it's it's helping to feed homeless people turkeys. Uh, right, that's the problem. <laughs> that's why, that's why it was not the good news is not actually good news. <laughs> but it's you know it's it's funding the it's funding somebody's, next year's somebody's eating, right? somebody's Thanksgiving eating. dinner, yes. or, you know. But uh, but unfortunately, it is probably. Turkey. But I so that I I think free market is a wonderful thing. I don't often get upset when people charge money too much for things because if right if, if the price is too high, then people won't do your thing. So I'm not. I'm not thinking the government should step in and say that the turkey trot should not cost more than twenty dollars. But I just feel like around the holiday, when it's this type of thing, and you mm-hmm. want a nice family outing, you should just kind of keep the price down. You know what my very favorite race of the year is? What? It is the Fourth of July 5K I run every year in Montreat, mm-hmm. uh, which is in Black Mountain, and it's free. It's completely free. But it's See, just like good. a race. You know, they have a. They have a clock, a timing clock, and the you know police officers and everything, mm-hmm. but it's free. Well, who pays for it? The city? Town? I guess the town. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I assume the town. Good. Um, like it. Yeah, that's what they should do for every for, the, for for a Thanksgiving five k. I agree. Or at least Not just charge the normal, trot, just regular going rate for races. That is, the going is that the going rate? rate? Yes, yeah, I don't do enough of those things now. So. Now races are so expensive. Yeah, uh, they are. I mean, just absurdly expensive these days, especially road races because they have to block off everything. And mm-hmm. I don't know how people do it. Like, I don't know how people who run like the fifty marathons in fifty states, right? Like, just not only the money. travel, but just the race entry. Yeah, that's absurd. That is a lot of money. Ah, uh, yes, must be nice, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> the not the one percent, right? The one. Well, maybe maybe uh, you know, who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe this this episode will blow us up and <laughs> i mean if any episode has the power to just blow this show up it's this <laughs> it has to be this one eh? oh man yes all right uh so we should probably approach the idea of wrapping up this episode do we have, <laughs> do we have any more holiday records i mean well, the reason we're not going through and saying here's our favorite holiday things is we've already done that i noticed last year that my my recommended holiday gifts didn't change from the year before that i think uh-huh. i recommended a kindle a kindle paperwhite just like i did in the previous years and a tofu you press. Didn't get a Kindle White, or oh, those were those were. <laughs> no, it's just I. I think you're them for I'm other not, people. I'm not, not the person to be giving good gift recommendations. It's really private. I'm not. I'm not plugged into the zeitgeist of of things. I just I have a tofu press. I have my Kindle Paperwhite. And you have and access you, to the Hulu's. Yes, yeah, I have access to the Hulu's. So if you ask me for <laughs> gift guide recommendations, I'm going to say tofu press, Hulu's, and Paperwhite. And that's what I did last year. That sounds like the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, so yeah, so that's why we didn't do that because you can just go listen to those episodes. I don't know if they're all in our. We might be. We might have overextended the uh, the iTunes thing. How many do they, they do they archive on there? Three hundred or one fifty? One fifty. So we're past that now. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't make an app like Rich Roll did when we when we mm. did that. 
We did not. No. Maybe, Sorry, maybe, guys. maybe next year. Maybe, maybe. But if you go to nomiathy.com slash bundle, you'll see an awesome deal for... Th- oh, no, that's not it. Uh, if you go to nomiathy.com <laughs> slash radio, I think, or nomiathy.com slash... Actually, no. nomiathy.com slash... Yes, or slash podcast. We'll redirect mm-hmm. you there. And then mm-hmm. you can see a full listing uh, of all the ones we've ever done, including the first seven or whatever, which were not even with you. They were with a different co-host. Yeah. A guy named Ben. Nice guy, I know. Um, I who helped to start this out. thing. Yes, you did. No, you actually didn't. He, he, we just, you know, stopped working together for different reasons. But uh, you, you are credited with reinvigorating this podcast, which is, mm-hmm. is good. Well, those, I mean, those first episodes, I, I remember listening to them as a, oh yeah, as a reader, yeah. And you were like, man, I wish I could just be doing that on a holiday episode. <laughs> no. no, not at all. Just but, breaking uh, down about my loss of my marriage, my oh, coupleness. Oh my man, life. we gotta cut that out. That's terrible. <laughs> I can't let the whole world have access to that. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, uh, guys. But hello, Ben, if you're listening. Ben is still guy I still keep in touch with and, and very good guy and someone who helped me start this podcast. So uh, we, are, yeah. we are indebted to Ben for that. Absolutely. Thanks, Ben. Yes. Um, okay, so w- that's my explanation for why we're not just doing the same old, here's what we recommend for holidays. I don't know. And I, the dishes that I recommend, the, the drinks I recommend. I'm just, I, I don't. As much as I am someone who thrives on change and newness and uncertainty, for some reason those things I kind of keep, I kind of keep the same. Mm. I don't know. I don't have a lot of breaking news about what. Well, what I I'm think into the holiday. holiday traditions are are real. Yes. Like people get into their holiday traditions. They do. They definitely do. Uh, you, last year we inspired a Thanksgiving holiday drinking game. I don't know if you oh yeah, that's this. right. Um, and well, how we, did that work? I forgot about. I that. I don't remember exactly how it worked either. It was something about. It involved a, a, a whiskey drink. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I don't, I don't remember why you drank, but uh, we've heard from people that they are going to do it again this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Got a okay. couple of tweets about it. Good. We should have, with any bit of planning for this episode, we should have thought of a drinking game ahead of time that every time we say something that we commonly say, whatever that might be, somebody should drink. But we didn't do that. <laughs> Uh, Uh-oh, okay, here Did we go. Did you know we didn't plan it off for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> but we planned not to plan for this episode. Yeah. I, it, so it's not like we just got lazy. Right. I mean, we, we were busy with things, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's not hard for us to plan for a holiday episode. But we said we're just going to kind of, we're going to let loose on this one and kind of kind of hang out. I would actually kind of like to know what people think of us, you know, chatting back and forth. A little less structured than normal. Yeah, I would too. Because the shows that I listen to on the radio, which is a few... Uh, they they typically don't they're not as content centric as a podcast. We're like, here's what we're going to teach people how to do this episode. But mm-hmm. I get that people appreciate that about podcasts. Yeah. It would be interesting to hear that feedback of what people think. Not that we would do this type of episode all the time, although some radio shows aren't that different from this. No, I don't think we would do this all the time. But it'd be good to know if if people enjoy it, so we could incorporate a little bit more mm-hmm. stuff like it this. Would. But... All right, then let's uh, let's send people off in in style in this with this holiday episode, Doug. Um, I'm going to ask you on the spot. You know what? Before what? we do this, okay. I think we should thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. We forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. <laughs> Can't do that, man. <laughs> All right. Let's do that. Let's thank them really quickly. This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Health IQ, the life insurance company that advocates for the vegan and health conscious lifestyles. Matt, with our baby on the way, Katie and I have recently been in the market for life insurance. What I found while filling out the information requested by different insurance companies is that for the most part, all they're interested in is whether or not I smoke and our family health history. 
They never asked about my lifestyle, my diet, or exercise. Then I found Health IQ. They use science and data to negotiate for lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including vegans, runners, and more. Research has shown that vegans have a 15% lower risk of all-cause mortality, 22% lower risk of colorectal cancer, and 34% lower risk of female-specific cancer. Health IQ has special rates on life insurance that reward us for everything we do. Head over to healthiq.com slash no meat, one word, to learn more about all sorts of ways you can save money on life insurance. All right, we are back. Uh, it's time to wrap this one up. Uh, let's, all right, Doug, here's what I'd like you to do. Okay. This is going to be a tough one. Uh-uh. You can recommend you're on a desert island with people, and it's the holidays. <laughs> and you can recommend one thing for them to do this holidays that is different than they've ever done before. It could be a favorite beer. It could be a favorite dish. It could be a favorite movie. It could be a favorite pastime. What's what's your what's your hey household family thing that people should do? Hmm. Um, they should play board games. Okay. And the board games I would recommend if you are not a board gamer is Ticket to Ride, which okay. is a very easy board game to pick up. Have you ever played Ticket to Ride? Nope. Great, great game. Great group game. You like board games. I love board games. You like Settlers of Catan. That was, if you are, if you are a <laughs> bit more of a, and a board gamer than play Settlers, but my guess is if you're, Settlers. if you're, if you're a board gamer, then you have uh, already played Settlers plenty of times. So you should get the expansion packs. You can do okay. Seafarers of Catan. You can do oh <laughs> okay. Cities and Nights. Wow. Uh, it's so much fun. I'm going to add that to your persona your guy who who loves spud coats has a beard likes jam bands and plays settlers and plays settlers that well, is that I mean, is that's, dorky that's that is dor- is that dorkier than being a real gamer like a video gamer oh man i don't think so i i, I think it's cool i would sooner be a board gamer than a gamer mm-hmm. but it's pretty nerdy these <laughs> days i mean i think people like video games are super mainstream it's, i think it's like almost yeah normal to be a nerdy right. gamer right so to be one know. that doesn't i'm not like... i'm not at all a video gamer in mm-hmm. the slightest bit but i love a good board game and those are the two that uh, are very approachable for people mm-hmm. and... what about doug as a board gamer would you recommend uh although there's no board uh this this adult game that people are into it's all the rage the kids are into um you know. Uh, I know what you're talking about. The one with the cards that's really yeah. dirty. Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's fun. A little bit racist for Doug's taste. I mean, as a I mean that's the whole point guy. of it, right? Uh, you right. know, it's fun. It's funny. Mm-hmm. You play it once, you've played it a million times. I think that's true. Yeah. Right. I think it's fun, but not as fun as people say. Right. I think it's fun after a bunch of beers. Yeah. I think, I think that's correct. Did you know? <laughs> do do do. I don't know. You may we may have talked about this uh, last Black Friday. Cards Against Humanity did basically was like we want you to pay us and we're not going to give you anything. That's our Black Friday deal. Oh, really? and they made a ton of money. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I mean, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But well, they like sent out well, all these. Emails. A funny flip side to that is, can't you go get the whole game online and just download it and print it off if you don't want to buy the cards? You can. They offer it that. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I feel like Seth Godin has talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Which is the I've... exact opposite of asking for something for nothing. They're giving something for nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think that their Black Friday deal was like it was something. It, they like had a really creative way of doing it that made you slightly offended and <laughs> you know and laughed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
that was what that was what their deal was. Uh, a fun game to do. Another game to do. Okay. Okay. Is um is to make your own cards against humanity, but don't use any of their suggestions. Just make up, write all your own cards. Really. So then you have to kind of tap into that dirty brain of yours. Right. And uh, and then it's fun to if you do it with a group of people, it's fun to then see what other people can think of. Wow. So I have done that before, and that was pretty fun. Doesn't it take forever to make the cards? Well, if you each do like fifteen of them, ten of okay. them. Okay. I mean, you know, you right. each take like ten minutes to. And what? Are, how do you make them? You, you make? Are they always nouns? Is that? Uh yeah. So so some people have to write question or fill in the blank ones, and then other people have to. Mm. Right. Oh, the cards, not the so the the. You're actually designing the whole game. Not yourself. the cards people play though, but the card, the question cards. Or you're doing both of those. Both of those. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's, you know, so you could have like. That's Christmas that's, really, poop. Yeah, that's that's nerdy, Doug. That's that's going, <laughs> that's going beyond just being a board gamer. Yeah. I mean, you're you're hacking the games and making your own games. That's that's too much, Doug, for this show. Well, so all right, so I'm going to turn the question on you to to, to finish this out to close out the episode. You're on a deserted island, right? Uh, what are you suggesting people do? It's totally different. You know what? I I I feel bad because this is this is what people know about me in Christmas. I would just watch terrible holiday Christian movies. I mean, I would I would pick a whole Boring. marathon. Yeah, now I know. you got to get more creative than that. But that's what I would do. Okay. I mean, I mean, you could make drinking games out of holiday handcuffs if you wanted you could watch home alone 2 and every time donald trump shows up you could, you could just <laughs> drink 20 beers because he only shows up one time <laughs> no, uh you can't drink 20 beers no you can't do that you wouldn't want to do that um yeah i don't know you know what though i don't like the the normal christmas like that uh christmas story with the mm. red rider thing yeah. every everybody thinks that's just the coolest thing to say oh i love that movie what do you think of like the but dirty one, that. like the bad Santa and like like those? Not good. You like the bad ones, like the uh... right, like made for family. Made, mm-hmm. If they, if it has never been in a theater, that's really best. If it is just made for TV, which I think Holiday Hangups was, uh, that's good. I don't know if Christmas Vacation, which is another good one that I like. If that was that probably was in theaters. Theaters. that was certainly Home Alone Two was in yeah for a while, um, but there are a lot of especially on on ABC Family slash Freeform. There's there's just a lot. They use a lot of like American Idol stars as their mm. as the main character in the show. <laughs> uh, but they're just they're just they're good to me. They're what Christmas is. There's there's no cursing in them. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm opposed to cursing, but you know they. I think I think it's a a uh, Freudian is not the right thing here. But it's a but it's a it, it just is it's a little. But you're being back to being a kid again. Totally innocent. There's mm-hmm. there's no bad words in the world. There's no real villains other than someone who's trying to ruin Christmas. Yep. Or or someone or the big corporation who's trying to sell the family Italian restaurant or trying to buy the mall that houses the family Italian restaurant and put it out of business. Yep. That's as evil as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. I think that's just you get the snow outside. Your house smells like gingerbread or whatever you're whatever you're doing or Christmas trees. Uh-huh. And you're watching that. And that that to me that's what it's all about. I like it. Okay, so I, like I made it. it not so boring. Maybe it's boring, but I think that's uh, that's what I'm into. So you're stranded on an island, and instead of trying to get help, you're either playing board games or watching bad movies. Yep, you're wiring up freeform, trying to somehow get freeform with your rabbit ear antennas or something. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
Well, right. I think we should maybe just encourage people to go check out the bundle sale once more. Yes. That's what I do. That's my holiday tradition. <laughs> so on Black Friday, I go to nomiathlete.com slash bundle, and I save 90% on $1,000 worth of plant-based ebooks and membership guides and cookbooks and habit change programs and all that good stuff. And uh, and if you're still listening to this, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we didn't talk about New Year's, which is my favorite holiday, so maybe when we get back, mm. we'll talk about that. Because I'm, I'm in a New Year's. I think this Tony Robbins thing for me is going to make me all excited about a new chapter. And I think you're going to be starting a new chapter, too. So. Yeah. We'll, uh, maybe we'll do some sort of New Year's-ish recap of what we what we did last year. Because I had a few New Year's things that, that stuck this year and that were really good. Very, cool. very good, real changes. Yeah. So that'll be good. New Year's episode will, will be to come. Maybe that'll be our first one. All right. Well, uh, happy holidays, everyone. Yes, most definitely. We'll see you in a few weeks. Okay. Bye.